This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Breakfast Ben's podcast talking some college football today as we get set for Duquesne on the road against West Virginia on Saturday night. Looking forward to that one after the Dukes got a victory in week one. West Virginia falling to Penn State. Joining us right now to talk about it is Jerry Schmidt, head coach of the Duquesne Dukes. Jerry, congratulations on the week one victory. What do you think about heading down to Morgantown to play the Mountaineers on Saturday night? You know, it's the biggest game of the year. Like we always say, the next game is the biggest game of the year, and we're pretty excited about it. Is there a lot of buzz around campus for what this game means? You've pulled off upsets before in these step-up games to FBS. You beat Ohio not too long ago. Uh, are the kids on campus excited? How excited are the players for this opportunity to play a Big 12 team? I think there's a huge buzz on campus. There's a huge buzz with our uh, fans, our former players, and our kids are really excited. Uh, it's amazing how many former players I hear back from, you know, talking about some of these games that we're playing, you know, against TCU and Florida State and West Virginia. And they're so proud of where the program has gone. Uh, they know they were part of that building process. Probably a little bit of jealousy. They'd love to have played in some of these. But they, they are so supportive. They're just so excited. We had a number of fans uh, former players uh, down at TCU, and a whole bunch of them came down to Florida State and watched the, that game. Uh, you know, just showed up, traveled on their own, and just supporting the Dukes, their former team. We know about the economic benefits and necessities of FCS schools taking on games like this. How do you as a coach balance the challenges that these games bring on your schedule personally? embrace the opportunity for to develop our players to play at a higher level than they ever have for our staff to prepare at a higher level than it ever has uh, you know we're going up against quality staffs and bigger programs that have more analysts than we probably have on our coaching staff uh, and so we have to prepare extra hard and uh, try to put our guys in the best position to be successful. So we embrace the challenge and the opportunity. Back to what you said about alumni connection, campus enthusiasm, school pride, 
all these sort of intangible things that you reap from games like this on your schedule, that stuff seems to be very obvious, especially with the enthusiasm in your voice as you're talking about it. What else are the tangible benefits for Duquesne scheduling games like these as you have in recent seasons? I think it gives us the uh, opportunity to um, grade ourselves where our program is, not only in that season, but, you know, as a, as a collective across the years and how we can develop. Uh, as we've been saying the last five, six years, we're trying to continue to develop this program to, to play at higher levels, to play personally at higher levels. And so the intangibles is that's a measure for us that we can continue to, to stretch ourselves and it's not just on the field that that day. It's you know the off-season programs, um, the summer programs, the strength conditioning, the nutrition programs. You know we continue to develop those things to to improve our program overall. Your veterans who have been around the program now and have gone to Tallahassee, Fort Worth, Honolulu to play these bigger time opponents. Um, these FBS schools, do you feel like now that you're heading down to Morgantown for this one, they've gleaned a lot from those experiences and collectively are better prepared for a game like this? Yes. Um, you know, the first FBS game we walked into, that was the first time for our young guys. And some of these guys were on the, the that team. And, um, you know, obviously it was different for everybody and, um, so now I think they're aware of what that's all about. The older guys I talk to, some of our leaders and captains, and um, they 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 just want to go play the football game. Um, don't don't enjoy the atmosphere, um, but I think that's not important to these older guys. What's important is what we do on the field and how they play on the field. Um, this it's just this week in my conversations with them. You know, none of, the, none of the extra things matter to them. Uh, they just, and that's what's really good about this team. And I sensed it through the offseason, sensed it through camp, and, and saw it on Saturday against Edinburgh. These guys just want to play the best football that they can play individually and collectively as a football team. And they understand that. They understand that for our, us to be as good as we can be, we've got to play it as a group. In those other FBS games that you played, What's been the biggest challenge in the step up of competition? Is it speed, size, depth? What what of those kind of categories has stood out the most to you when you know you've got a game like this on your schedule? All all of the above. Mm-hmm. I mean, just you know, they've eighty five scholarships at great facilities. They're you know FBS Power Five teams, and um, that's that's what that level is, and that's what it should be. And um, you know, we we. We fight all those things, um, you know, obviously bigger, um, faster uh, than, than a lot of our guys and um, deeper, uh, you know, depth-wise. And so um, we, we don't really look at it that way. You know, we've, we've got guys that have, you know, we've transferred. We have transferred for years that, from the FBS level that played at that level. So, um, you know, you, you look at it. If you broke it down individually, there's there's guys that can play on that football team. 
uh, we, we lost some guys from last year playing on FBS teams, you know, to the transfer portal. I mean, we don't look at it that way individually, but there there are challenges of those things that you mentioned. Yeah, you walked me right in my next question there, Jerry. That's where I was going to go next. I mean, like you got a guy like Taj Butts, for instance, the running back from Missouri who showed out nicely for you in game one as a Duke last week against Edinburgh. Uh, you alluded to guys uh, that have gone on to Louisville and Georgia Tech from your most recent team last year. Um, how cognizant of your players uh, are your players of that to the extent and the degree that, look, there's enough of our guys on our roster that can belong, that can hang. Does that give them confidence in a game like this? I think it does internally. I don't have individual conversations with every single one of these players about that because we're so busy preparing, mm-hmm. you know, as a, as a group. Um, but I would believe and sense um, – that they understand that, you know, we have guys, we've had transfers come in uh, and we've had transfers go out and play and compete at that level. And they see that they're aware of all of that. Um, But, but our focus is on the game. Uh, I don't, you know, sure. There's guys that that's probably have thought that through the, especially with the transfer portal through the last couple of years. Um, But, and so I can't answer that question. What every individual person is thinking, and and how they approach, you know, you know, Abdul goes down to Georgia Tech, and he had a thirty-three yard catch in the game. It was a great football game. I got to watch a little bit of it. It's great to see him being successful at that level. Jerry Schmidt with his head coach, the Duquesne Dukes, taking on West Virginia on Saturday. What do you take away from their game against Penn State? Their quarterback runs everything, and is a playmaker. Obviously they're playing, they're playing the top 10 team in the country uh, in Penn state. And uh, they had their challenges playing on the road up there, obviously. Uh, but I saw, you know, he, he's going to be the guy. Um, he can, he can run, he can throw um, exciting leader. Um, so I was impressed with him, even though they didn't come out on top and um, you know, and their fronts front guys on defense, are good. They're big. They're strong. They're fast. Um, they go after it. Um, challenge, challenge Penn State to run the ball. Um, and you know, obviously, the Penn State had, that quarterback had a great game, but um, they, they hung in there. I know the score got where it did, but it's pretty much a battle through the third quarter. Can you watch what Penn State did schematically and see the things that they? did effectively against West Virginia and then replicate it yourselves? Or is that too much of a tough comp to draw when you're doing film study, given that, you know, they've got big 10 athleticism and all that? No, we do that stuff every, every, every week, you mm-hmm. know, you know, schemes across the board are similar in nature. Um, you know, you can adapt some of the things and um, obviously, you know, you might not do it like a big 10 team, can athletically uh, or physically maybe but we we adapt to what who our our best guys are and try to put our we do that every week try to get matchups and you know put our guys in the best position to be successful so yes the answer to that is yes we do that we do that every week how'd you feel about your own guys last week against edinburgh i was really proud of them i was really happy for them um you know um just what they'd been through um, preparing all off season, um, and then through camp, they were really ready to play. 
um, as every team in the country is in that first game. But I, I just thought a little extra special for this group because uh, they're they got such good leaders. There's a there's a quantity of good leadership on this team bringing this group along. And they, I was ready to watch them, and I did. I enjoyed that on Saturday watching them. And um, kind of what I thought might happen happened. You know, you never know first game. Um, but they responded the way I thought they would, the way that I've been observing for the last six to eight months in preparations. And I was so happy for them. Uh, played as a group. Uh, the group mentality allowed their individual talents to shine. And that's how we, that's our philosophy is you play within the team and then you individually will, will get your opportunities to shine. I would imagine that you're particularly happy with the turnovers forced by your defense and the way that new crop of wide receivers played. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, the defense played physical and, um, you know, the receivers, we thought we had some depth and we thought we had some talent and um, we were able to utilize those guys and do a good job with it. You weren't kidding about Parentis' ability to throw on the roll, too, were you? No, not at all. <laughs> uh, he had a couple really nice throws and, and the ability to extend plays. That was impressive. Yeah. I mean, he's, I've seen it for a couple of years here, and um, he has that ability. Um, you know, I've been saying sometimes, I think he does it on purpose. Gets me angry because I <laughs> you know he missed he missed a simple read and a simple throw, which I know he has the arm to do it. He's got a really good arm, and um, you know, I tease with him a little bit. Uh, I'm really happy for him. Jerry, good luck on Saturday. Enjoy the moment. I know you will. I know your kids will. It'll be a fun watch. Best of luck there in Morgantown, okay? Thanks, Tim. Jerry Schmidt, head coach of the Duquesne Dukes, here on Breakfast with Ben's.